0: that you played offensive line in this league. Can I take you back to your freshman year? And tell me how hard that was, because Tennessee maybe started two true freshmen on the offensive line. How tough is that in this
1: league? Yeah, I'd rather you not take me back to my <laughs> freshman year as an offensive lineman in this conference. Uh, you know, that's like, you remember the goat in Jurassic Park? <laughs> yes. He didn't last long. Yeah. That, that's kind of what you feel like. You feel like a goat tied up in the T-Rex pen. Um, That's a difficult proposition. Even if you're a really talented player, you you think about the guys that have been able to step in and play right away as true freshmen, Trey Smith probably is among the best if not the best that I think I've ever seen uh, so Tennessee's had one and I hope that Tennessee will have him again this year. I'm, I'm prayerful for that. He's a, a singular talent but that's not an easy thing to do. There's uh, there's some meat eaters in this conference on the other side of the ball
0: Is it easier for a freshman offensive lineman to play guard rather than tackle in the SEC? As a
1: true freshman. Depends on what down. Depends on who the defensive tackle is or the, who the def- defensive end is right there are you know the game's changed somewhat um but uh you know look it it, i think also depends on who the player is and 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 uh what their skill set looks like i played my true freshman year i was at guard Uh, there's more help inside but there's a reason for that you you need more help on a lot of the downs um you think about the the derrick browns of this world You know, they they live and breathe around uh, the SEC. You don't don't go into a game facing a guy like that alone. You bring a friend. And uh, that's hard for a true freshman to go into a contest and expect to be able to block a guy um, that's got two or three years on him and however many years in the weight room. Uh, But guard typically is where you see more young players contribute more successfully. It's not easy to play outside right away.
0: How difficult is it for an offense to be efficient if the offensive line is average or worse?
1: I think ultimately, if you're talking about championship-level competition, it's not possible. Uh, You have to have an offensive line that can assert itself. Uh, Ultimately, a football game is an accumulation of situations, and you will find yourself in a third-down situation. It doesn't have to necessarily be third and short. You'll find yourself in a goal-line scenario where the offensive line needs to be the difference. Uh, At the very least, it can't be a defense. Um, I think you can engineer around it. We've seen offenses that do that, but we haven't seen any that win championships without one.
0: Tennessee's offensive coordinator Jim Chaney came from Georgia. What was your impression of the job Chaney did at Georgia?
1: I'm a Jim Chaney fan. I, I like watching his offenses. Um, uh, obviously, he's he's far more versatile than I think people give him credit for, and I think Tennessee fans will appreciate that maybe more than most, having seen him once as a coordinator before. Uh, but you think about those offenses that he had uh, under Derek Dooley; these weren't plotting, you know, heavy, you know, two tight end offensive formations, personnel groupings. They were slinging the ball all over the yard. Tyler Bray, I'm sure, was icing that shoulder down pretty heavily after games. This is the same guy that cut his teeth out in Purdue uh, with Drew Brees and Joe Tiller and that wide-open offense. So, And yet we've also seen him run heavy tight end sets at Arkansas and Pittsburgh and use set pieces and make Nathan Peterman, a Tennessee cast-off, look like a pretty doggone good quarterback. So, him um, Yeah, no doubt. So uh, I think Jim Chaney is a, is a really talented football coach.
0: We've talked about Tennessee on the offensive line. The defensive line loses all three starters. They've got three career starts returning. How tough is that in the league if you're a little bit, uh, if you're that inexperienced and maybe lack a talent on the defensive line?
1: Well, when you think about the offensive fronts that they'll see now, I mean, you're looking at a Georgia offensive front that should be the best, if not among the best in the country. Uh, Auburn's uh, uh, should be pretty good, but Alabama's is probably the, Premier one, I think, once again uh, in the state of Alabama, and of course, Tennessee gets them every year. So, uh, it's not an easy proposition to come into with new faces. They do have some good looking linebackers, so I think that, that certainly helps. Can they run to the football if you can't hold the point and move the line of scrimmage? And I think that'll be probably among the biggest question marks for Tennessee. What was your evaluation of
0: Jeremy Pruitt's first year at Tennessee?
1: Well, you know, it's just so it's been so turbulent, and he he is a distinct departure, I think, in every possible way from uh, the previous era, if you will. Uh, and so, because of that, there was bound to be some difficulty. That, when you look at that, coupled with roster deficiencies, you know, there was obviously some uh, relatively significant holes uh, from a personnel standpoint. Uh, it was it was bumpy. Now, I will say, though, that it did seem like he kind of found his stride. We saw him in week two. Uh, And I had some concerns. I thought, man, this is – but who didn't and who doesn't, especially early on? You know, if I recall, you look back at it, you know, Georgia, I think, is the premier team in the East Division. And in their first year under Kirby Smart, uh, not only did they lose to virtually every single one of their rivals, uh, including Tennessee, uh, but also nearly had the most historic loss in uh, uh, college football history when they nearly dropped a game to Nichols. So, uh, at home, and probably should have lost that game. It's amazing the strides that these programs can make in their second years under these head coaches.
0: A couple other quick questions: Uh, Georgia, the team to beat. These, who is uh, the biggest challenger?
1: I think it, you know from a roster standpoint, it's probably Florida, but there's a decent chance it's Missouri, given the way that uh, I think. When I say challenger, I don't think they win the division, but I think Missouri's got a very real chance, given where they show up in the schedule in November, and as well as they played historically late in seasons. You know, Missouri gave Georgia more than they wanted a year ago. There's a chance they might uh, give them more than they want this year as well.
0: well. You're involved with the AFC, a Good Works team. Trey Smith from Tennessee's on that list. Just talk a little bit more about the Good Works team, Trey Smith.
1: You know, Trey Smith is, uh, I think, the perfect example of what the Good Works team is all about. There's a kid uh, that you know, obviously has been compromised from his ability to contribute, and he's an unbelievable talent. But the intention of this team has been um, to identify and recognize his contributions off the field. And the leadership that he's demonstrated, the initiative that he has demonstrated um, in efforts to impact others in a positive way in and around him and leverage his status as a college football player is a big deal and should be acknowledged. Uh, He's a great football player. He's an even better kid. And uh, that'll matter a whole lot longer than his, uh, once his uh, eligibility is exhausted at Tennessee. Anything
0: else you want to add about the Good Works team?
1: It's the best recognition you can get in college football.